police responded to a 911 call. Dramatic video of gun insanity in the Bronx. Police releasing a new video of a person that they are still trying to track down. Defund the police is not the answer. Many people surveyed said they just don't feel safe in the city. It's a shooting outside of a store. This is Bo Deedles. True crime. Police this morning are searching for the person who turned this Harlem platform to a crime scene. A Red Apple Media Podcast Network production. Now, here's Bo Deedle. Normally this segment we talk about different cases that I was involved in. We had some really great cases with John Bonet, with the Palm Sunday Massacre, with the Barbara Mangiamelli murder. We had a lot of great cases. But a lot of people don't realize, you know, with these great cases getting solved, a lot of times it's good to have a, a good detective. But also, when you present these cases... You gotta have a good lawyer, a lawyer that understands investigations, a lawyer that understands evidence, a lawyer that understands forensic. And one, I'm very fortunate to work with one of the great lawyers in this country today. Put it this way: if Bo Deedle gets locked up for justifiable homicide <laughs> when someone's trying to rob me, and I clip his ass and I put a pop a cap on his ass, I'll call one guy. I'll call Joe Tacapina, and that's the only guy I would depend on to me get off. Good morning, Joe Takapina. How are you? How are you, brother? Try not to pop a cap in anyone's ass, though, because... Well, no, no, not his ass. No, no, no. If someone pulls a gun on me, wants to rob me, and I have a gun, and I shoot them, I have justifiable cause, I'll call you, okay? You do. You do. have, And we'll get you off. But it'd be better if no one had guns, but okay. We'll we'll, we'll take that for another topic. Okay, all right. That's not your sweet spot there. I'm trying to get to the point, Joe. You would be the guy guy that I would call, and that's the way I feel about it. I love you. Thank you, Uh, Bo. Okay. And, you know, we've worked together on a lot of major cases. I'd like to just talk to a couple of them. We're going to do a nice little segment here, and I would just like to talk to some of the cases that we've handled together. And, I mean, you just come off a major win yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, major win in, in Jersey, which it was a case that you didn't think that there was, uh, you know, it was, it was tough. Part of your thing, Joe, and I noticed, and I know you for a lot, a lot, a lot of years, part of your thing is your summation on cases it's it's artistry, artistry, yeah. and it's uh, a lot of people don't realize a jury has emotions, and if the jury dislikes the lawyer and thinks the lawyer is full of shit, the jury will actually vote against the client because they don't like the lawyer. Well, right, because they're not listening to the message; they won't accept the message, and and you're the messenger, yeah. And you have to like the messenger to accept the message for the most part, and yeah. and you're right, Bo, you're right. But some of the cases we've worked together, you know, I'd like you to highlight a little bit about them and some of the. Terms Hey, you just got off that other big one with the baby shaking yeah, case. Yeah, I mean, place. these are cases that are not easy cases. These are complicated. And for one thing you got to do is you got to make that jury see all sides of it and the truth of what you're trying to say. Why don't you bring us through the last case yesterday? Yeah. I got the call. I was so excited. Go yeah, ahead. and you guys helped, obviously, with that case. You're, I mean, you, your investigators are the best. You know that. We, we work on everything together because, you know, what you guys do for us makes us gives us the, the, the tools to do what we do in the courtroom. Um, but yesterday's case was a great win because this guy was completely innocent, Bo. I mean, look, I've represented people who are accused of crimes. It's a little gray. Maybe it's not so gray. This guy was completely innocent, as was the guy in, in, in March and well, you know, on the Holloway. 50,000 foot, what happened with this case? Yeah, 50,000 foot, basically, he's driving 
you know, a big truck with an SUV, an old SUV with tools in it. He owns buildings. A working man. A working man. Owned some buildings, but he was the super also. He was had fire extinguishers in it, tools, keys, whatever. You know, he's going down a street in Garfield, New Jersey. There's a huge pothole, by the way, that you know the prosecution didn't bring up. We had to show that that was the size of a crater. Um, you had some good video from your investigators, didn't you? Investigators saved this case for us. Absolutely. (laughs) Who were the investigators, Joe? I think it was Bo. Deedle and Associates, as the judge, as the judge said a few times, Bew, Bew, Deedle and Associates. I guess judge, that's Bo. Um, yeah. But so, so you know, and he's and he's coming to a bend in the road, which is facing left. There's a guy who runs into his car. A, a guy was a disabled individual, mentally, mentally disabled, mentally yeah. challenged, and he was a special needs guy. And his caretaker did not take care of him. Let him go across the street. He comes into the side of my guy's car, and our guy's car hits his rearview mirror. Our my guy Paul is looking left because the bend is in the road. There's the the sound of that 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 car is like a mariachi band as one witness testified there was a lot of shit in everything it. was in it yeah. and there was a pothole a yeah. crater pothole so those things and the guy hit it didn't hit the windshield didn't hit his hood hit yeah. the rear view mirror side view passenger side uh-huh. so like I pulled didn't know it and he just kept going yeah, he oh, went he home didn't even because all the noise in his car yeah you showed to the jury yep. he didn't hear then because this thing's all shaking around we like, did cool, reconstructions yeah. and we did yeah. a lot of reconstructions played the jury for the jury what the sound inside of Paul's car would have been uh-huh. and it, you you could not distinguish it and and so basically what happens is he goes home and this is a great guy I mean Paul Frischer is really both did a he great ever guy. say he saw the man no. coming at all. He, he did never not saw the guy. The guy walked into the side of his car as he's looking the other way. Gotcha, guy. And so, so he goes home. You know, he's missing a rearview mirror, but he actually had stock rearview mirrors in his garage because he had lost so many of them. It was a construction cup. There were ladders on his truck. There were mm-hmm. two by fours going out the windows, always breaking mirrors. Yeah. So he goes home. He sees his rearview mirror is missing. And Tim, it's you know, it doesn't pay any mind. Two days later, he sees on television this police put out a press release because they had no clue who the driver was, no clue who the car was, who the car, what kind of car was. They put out a grainy press release on television saying there was an accident on Garfield, uh, MacArthur Avenue in Garfield, New Jersey at 7 p.m. Monday night. Mm-hmm. And they show this grainy footage of an SUV, a dark SUV. You can't yeah. tell if it's a, what, it, what it is. And and so Paul's looking at it on television. He sees it on TV. And he sees it on TV. He goes, well, I was in Garfield on MacArthur Avenue Monday night at 7. And that sort of looks like my car. But I didn't hit anything. At least I don't remember. But I better call the police. He called the police. He called 911 on himself to say, wow. listen, I was there. It I didn't do anything. Me. I don't remember anything. I, but, but he wanted the police to know. He wanted help. He was being a good Samaritan. Right. They come over. They, they match the mirror to the car, which obviously is not a big mystery. And they say, boom, that's it. And they arrested him. They arrested him. They arrested what, him. What did they charge him with, Joe? Leaving the scene of a fatal collision, um, which is a five-year mandatory five minimum. Five-year mandatory. mandatory minimum. Even if it was Not an even accident. probation eligible. Even, no, they didn't charge him with causing the accident. They didn't charge him with the death. They charged no him with leaving the scene. Nope. No man. He was driving under the speed limit. That was stipulated, too. Driving under the speed limit. Who drives under the speed limit? I mean, really, under the speed limit. Yeah. No texting, no phone records of an active phone. He was doing nothing wrong. No erratic driving, nothing. And, you know, he, he they, they arrested him. And they didn't do an investigation. They didn't do a reconstruction. You know, they they, they looked and saw that he broke. his. He tapped his brakes after the accident. He tapped his brakes because oh, he was going- in the video? Yeah. There was a surveillance video of the accident, which yeah. showed it from a different perspective, obviously, a higher perspective. And, and you see him tap the brakes. Yeah. But he's going around a bend. So what we did was we looked at- 
every car, the 20 minutes leading up to the accident, every car tapped the brakes mm-hmm. right before that bend at the same exact spot Paul So did. it was an actual turn in the bend there, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, he, the guy, you know, his actions were consistent with innocence. And how was he on the, did you put him on the stand? I put him on the stand. Oh, that's, stand, that, yeah. that's another thing people don't understand. Yep, it's uh, not easy. Yeah. Not a lot of times people want to put someone on the stand, because when someone goes on the stand, you got you can open up all their background and all it's their priors that. stuff. Well, I did he make... have any priors, Joe? No, Paul first had no priors. I mean, his daughter's a cop. He was a great guy. He contributes to law enforcement. It was enforcement a tragic accident. It was a tragic accident. This and yet guy, this guy was facing five Mandatory years. minimum of five, up to wow. ten. Like, he couldn't even get a break. The judge couldn't say five, but I'll give you three. Wow. No, five. What was, a, and, and, and yesterday was, when you did your, how long was your summation? Uh, this was a short one for me. It was only an hour and a half. More, yeah. like, you know, I've done four-hour, three-hour summations where you just talk straight. But this one was an impassioned one. I, did you hear it, Bo? I sent it to you or no? No, you, you sent it to Mike. Okay, Mike. Oh, that's right. Mike had So he heard, yeah. I mean, it was an impassioned, it was an argument case. This was not a typical case like the one in Westchester with the shaken baby where I was putting scientific data up on a yeah. on a screen to explain to the jury. Yeah. This was straight argument. And the argument was pretty powerful and pretty emotional. And I laced into this prosecutor and, and the, the, the detective, because they did not do their job. Yeah. They made misassumptions. I mean, we actually, they actually started out the case by alleging he went back to the scene at night and took some photos at 1140 at night. It, what had happened was he took pictures in his bedroom, but the cell phone data, the GPS coordinates didn't p- hit because his phone was off. So it, went, it reverts back to the 6 p.m. Mm. cell phone coordinates, yeah. which was near the scene of the accident. So they actually opened up, told the jury he went back to the scene at night and took pictures, which would be a damning fact, by the way, Bo. I mean, yeah. he returned to the scene of the crime. Yeah. We showed through experts, and I got their 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 detective, their expert, to, to recant basically his testimony. They wow. brought a new expert in wow. to say, yeah, what you said, what the defense said was right. He didn't go back to the scene. It was, was not taken there. You know what the shame uh, part know, it's, about it's, this it's, whole thing, Joe, is, you know, when people can't afford to hire me or hire oh you. Oh, my God, Bob, I can't believe you're saying that. Go ahead. And, and, and it's such a shame because the, yep. the most quality attorneys, are, sorry to say, are now in our defense attorneys. The prosecutors are nimble brains. They like staying in there because they don't have to do much of anything, and it's just a, a repetitive workload. And then when you get the detectives that have a caseload of 100 cases, right. they don't have the proper time to investigate it. And it's a shame that only people with a couple of bucks can hire the professional like yourself am- and even my group. Yep, it's amazing you said that because Paul Frischer said that to me two days ago while we're waiting after I did the summation. He said, you know, Joe, what bothers me sometimes? I sit and think. What happens to people who can't afford you or, or can't afford Bodita? Like, what happened? He said that to me. He said, what, what happens to those people? And I said, well, you know, it, wow. it's, it's unfortunate when you think of it like that. It really is. Because, you know, what we do when we try a case, but, you know, it's Chad and I are, you know, up until four in the morning every night prepping yeah. the next day. I mean, we leave no stone unturned. You guys are out there. Mm-hmm. We had science t- scientists from Michigan come out, do three days of reconstruction on an accident with, with laser lights and sound and all this stuff. I mean, that's the only way we know how to try a case because... I treat every client when we go to trial as if it was my brother. Their life is on the line, literally, and and, and not not in the sense of a death penalty, but in the sense of their liberties at stake, right? And 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 so if you don't, I, I I couldn't sleep at night thinking there's something else we could do. And and he's right though. When you have you know if you get a, an attorney that handles high volume cases, you know has a hundred cases in his caseload, or or someone just they, they don't have the ability to spend that time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
preparing or the wherewithal, you know, you're gonna you're gonna be disadvantaged, and that's that's unfortunate. I've been like involved with you for 25 years, whatever it is, and one thing about you, you have a great passion for your clients, and I've I've seen you take on some tough ones, and I we're entering on a tough one together. I'm not gonna talk too much about (laughs) that, but we have a tough one where everyone thinks it's a open and closed case. And I met the client you sent me, and I really truly think. That the truth will come yeah, out. Yeah, I said service. that actually. It's funny you say that. That's and exactly and, and it's just funny. And you know, some of the cases, you know, like the baby shaking case, it was a scientific thing. A lot of people don't realize the father was charged with uh, killing his own child. Yeah. Real fast on that one. Oh, uh, well, that was that was one of the toughest cases I've ever dealt with because the, the emotions of that case. This guy was completely innocent. His wife stood behind him. They had two other children and a child. After the the, the death of, of, of one of Jackson, he was acquitted. But no, what well, happened was they jumped to a conclusion. Shaken baby syndrome is really junk science. It's it's conclusion by exclusion. Basically, a baby dies with head trauma. Well, he wasn't in a car well, accident. Sis, like he didn't sis. fall off a building. Like sis. sis is different because it's a it's a breathing thing. This yeah. is where you have a a, a trauma to the brain. Yeah. Okay, and they're saying he had to be shaken. He had to be shaken. So therefore, the father was with him at that time. Had to be the father. He had to shake him. Well, it's just not that simple. And and what they missed, what they missed, which really outraged me, we brought in the chief uh, medical examiner from D.C., from Washington, yeah. as our expert, defense expert. What they missed was a pre-existing birth trauma, a pre-existing hematoma, which is a, a bleed um, in the brain from birth, where something happened at birth. Wow. So they missed it. We showed it was an injury. old drama, and, yeah. and, and, and he was acquitted, thank God. But hadn't he been acquitted, he would have spent most of the rest of his life in jail, wow. and his family would have been shattered and ripped to shreds. And I remember talking to you after that one, and you, your enlightenment was, was unbelievable. Yeah. You felt I cried so in that great. case, but yeah. in the summation, I teared up. Like, you uh, like, cried during the summation. During the summation. But it was real, because it was so emotion. Emotional. And yeah. you know, it was, because you can't fake that, and I would never do that, but... but I think that resonates with some jurors. Some of them, some of them started crying when I was crying. I was, I was like, "What am I doing here?" Like, well, you're bringing, was, you're yeah. bringing the jury into understanding it could happen to you. Yeah, and you have to understand all the facts. Yep. And then the fact about them having children after this, and then and the wife he, being there, standing behind him. Like, if you, a wife really thought her husband killed one of their children, yeah, she she'd be the first would. to line up to murder him. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, and so. I mean, this is this is so interesting. And there's so many other cases, you know. I, I'm just glad today that you came in, Joe. You just came off this big victory, and I'm really honored to have you over here. Uh, yeah. But I'd like you to do more with me on my podcast because, like I said, we, we talk about real crime, real cases, and we could go over some of the other things we handled over the year or some other interesting yep. cases, Joe, yeah. that you've been involved in. And a lot of people right away think a murder case, this, that, but there are other cases that can ruin someone's life yep. also other than a murder case and sure. all that. I mean, some of your insights to what goes on in a courtroom are so important because people don't realize, and I've been in courtrooms myself, and I've been a 
testifying myself on a lot of cases. And if you have a nimble nuts DA, yeah. I call them nimble nuts for or the judge. fact that if they were already good, they leave and they go to make money. Yeah. Just the, the problem is they don't pay them high enough where they want to stay. And you lose all the great talent. And now all of a sudden what you have is you have the great defense attorneys like yourself that are able to go in there and chop these these uh, these uh, uh, prosecutors apart. And Look, there are uh, some good prosecutors. I won't say that. I mean, there are some good ones who do it because that's their chosen calling in life. They uh-huh. want to be, you know, they want to be public servants. They want to be prosecutors. They, they, you know, that's what they. Well, they what happened in. in New York City? Where are all these prosecutors with all these gangbangers and murders, Joe? Where are they, Joe? They're there. It's a matter of of the the you know the powers to be allowing us to prosecute, right? And, and that's the problem. Well, I mean, you know, you could prosecute a case, but you also have to have a judge that is. Uh, yeah, that understand uh-huh. one understands the law. When you get this this moron in the Bronx, this Judge Shamalji, whatever her name is, mm. where she made her own determination about this this the shooting where the cop yeah. got shot in the leg, and then he got the rapper got shot, and he had convictions of uh, of guns and shootings and murders, yep. and then she decides she looks at the video. And she used to be, a, I think she was a social worker that became a judge. She has no clue. And she makes the determination after looking the video on the cop's camera that there wasn't justification. No, it's, I, 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 I'm, I'm shocked by that. That is, And that's where, you know, that's where people start distrusting the system. Well, here, right? I, I called out of my, uh, I was on with Sid and Bernie on Tuesday morning, uh, yesterday morning, and I called out. This is the first step. And I text him. First step to Eric Adams. You're the mayor. This should be, you should look at her record, what she's done, and fire off the bench, Joe. Yep. Fire off the bench. Yeah. What would that tell people? Yep. That that people who, who, who don't, judges who don't. Do their job. Do their job. And, and, and listen, we have to live by law and order here. Look, I'm a defense lawyer, right? And I defend yep. people accused of crimes. doesn't mean I want a lawless city where, you know, you're, my kids are unsafe or you're unsafe well, you're, or we're unsafe, well, right? You, you got five kids. I got five kids. I mean, some guy gets shot in the may, subway. Yeah, the may, may, my two sons travel on the subway. It is not safe. I would never not safe. allow my, my kids on the subway right My now. point, Joe, is you are a guy that loves your children, and you know the crime problem out there. And, I mean, you don't take on every case either, Joe. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I mean, there are some cases if I don't believe in, yeah. I won't do it. I'll I mean, suck. one of these I, little I scumbag be, gangbangers. Yeah. No, no shot. No shot. No Even shot. he comes with a big bag because of money, Joe. Bo, Bo, there was some case I won't. I don't. Thank God at this point in my life, I don't have to be a slave to the dollar. Mm. Um, I never really have been. I didn't grow up with that kind of money or anything. Yeah. Um, so it's never been something that always. But if there's a case I can't stand or, or don't feel good about, I just won't do it. Nothing's yeah. worth it for me. It's just not. Um, I like to be able to enjoy what I'm doing and believe in what I'm doing. Yeah, and I mean, you you come with all the talent in the world for every type of case. I mean, we've done white collar yeah, together. We've done, we've done every type. It's not just criminal activity in the, no, we've done in the violence things, side. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, like I said, I know you're uh, you're pressed. So we're gonna we're gonna we're, we have another seven minutes before you got to make your phone call. I'm just letting the people know ahead of time. <laughs> so let's talk about some other aspects. Well, I'll be here anytime you want. You know, I love first. Well, I love you. As a yeah. person, you're one of my closest friends. Yeah, and, and I look too. up to you. And I look up to you as a person. And you're the best. I listen to your podcast. It's amazing. It makes me laugh when I'm driving from Connecticut. Yeah. You know, so it's a, well, it's, the it's la- a lot the, of fun. The last podcast I did, I, I came pretty heavy down on the situation with China. I know. I came down I pretty ha- heavy. And this is one of the things I like to do is what happened in the paper. I'm looking at these little children in Texas oh, please. that was gunned down. And you know what? 
It's the same scenario over and over yep. about. They watch this, uh, these, uh, these, these video violent games yep. and Fortnite and all this crap, and they get this kid was big in that, and it's all over the internet. Now they're posing with guns. We got criminals, gangbangers with nine millimeters who are convicted felons. Where is the investigation? You'll be able to get a warrant. Am I correct, Joe? Mm. If you see a guy, a convicted felon, holding up two guns, wouldn't you be able to go get a warrant if you were a cop to go yeah. to his apartment and search his apartment yeah. with that? Yeah. Would yeah. that be enough? Yeah, of, and uh, I don't know about this guy in Texas. I mean, he was posting guns, but I think in Texas you're allowed to no, <laughs> walk around with no, guns. No, but that's another part of it, Joe, yeah. because everyone thinks because I'm an ex-detective and I carry a gun, I'm supportive. I am not supportive with these banana clips with 40 rounds. If you want to go hunt Bambi, you don't need 40 rounds. Right. Number two right. is cop-killing bullets you could buy. Number three is silences in Florida you could buy. We have uh, to have some equal thing of revamping. Also, when you're seeing online whether it be on Facebook, whether it be on Instagram. They're ready to say when I use a curse word to throw me off Twitter, but why can't this be reported to the right. FBI? Somebody the FBI, and through their intelligence, focus it down to the local law enforcement and investigate the right. damn thing. Right. we got social to do media, this, Social Joe. media is, is a hotbed because people who are sick enough to do what this, this, this animal did yesterday— are sick enough to post things like that on social media. If you followed his social media, yeah. it was it was it was breadcrumbs leading right to the trail. Right to it. But the point is, with all the technology we have, Joe, we have to do something. It has to be brought before the United States Congress, yep. have hearings. They had that Al Sharp did a little fat rat. <laughs> I, when I was a detective, he was one of you my You love informants. Al, come on. No, yeah, I like Al, but he was a fat rat, then he was an informant. He was then skinny now, very skinny, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, he's very skinny. Now he's a skinny rat. <laughs> now on top of it, Joey. Uh, you know, he, I did the Howard Beach case uh, against him when that. he was sitting there with 100 people. I brought out during the trial, they testified during the grand jury testament, they had no weapons. We brought out during the trial, they pulled two knives on the Italian kids. Oh, my God. And Al's there. I said, stop your crap, Al. My point is, they had him in the United States Congress. They were showing his race baiting, his tax evasion, all that. And you had that fat slob there, that uh, head of the judici judicial thing there, Nadler. Oh, and I'm voting for, sorry, I'm voting for Maloney over Nadler. This pig over there, the guy, the congressman from Florida, was bringing all these things out, and they, 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 they won't let the expression of what happened. We all know what happened. Right. Remember that young girl upstate New York? What was her name when she put the things on a uh, feces all? Up? What was that? Juana Broly. Juana Broly. And Al never hung for that. Al caused a lot of problems all over the place. If he wants to be a good guy, I'll sit with him. I'll hold his arms. I'll go hand in hand. We got to stop this gun. Yep. And if Al wants to step up, I'll give him ways that we can do I, it. I, I, just so you know, I, I do think Al's a really good guy, actually. And I, I know, smoke cigars he, look, with him. Look, I, I like Al. He is. But and I he did me a solid help. on Meek Mill's case. He came but out to I Philly. I want him to help yeah. our kids and come down on these rappers yeah. and show. he. You know, I told you how many murders in this country. 21,000 in 2021. 21,000 murders. Of that 21,000... 15, uh, 14,000 were blacks. Of those blacks, 95% black on black crime. Yeah, we have a surge of murder across this country, and it's not the white supremacists right, right, doing right. that bullshit. Those statistics are not ever talked about. 
quite frankly. It's you know? murder. Yep. America's biggest threat is the murders that are going on. White, black, Hispanic, Asian. That's what we have to deal with. It's, it's about some sort of gun control. We have to have it. Yes, we have to have it. We have to reevaluate yep. it. I don't want to take guns away. There's about 350 to 400 million guns. We'll never take them away. Right. But this kid's 18 years old, and I'll guarantee you, he went into a store and bought this gun. With the mental instability that he had, we have to have a checks and balance, a full yeah. investigation. And part of the investigation— How an 18-year-old kid with that kind of background could walk in and buy a gun is, Joe, is beyond me. a full me, investigation— i.e. social media should be done and we have all the technology in the world we've got to stop this murders when I look at this picture this little boy Joe I know, I saw this it. little young this little young beautiful boy right here look at him yeah, look at him I know it's I know that's who got the award yesterday gunned down a little 8 year old girl in a pink shirt that showed I, I, was, I was honestly and I, hope, I, was, I was a mess when I was and I hope stuff. in the last couple of minutes we got I hope that this president doesn't know where he is. Biden goes and gets his ass down there and shows the same respect as we do with any violence, including that other psycho scumbag that killed all those black people in, in Buffalo, that supermarket yeah, yep, yep. in Buffalo. Right now, it ain't black or white, it no, ain't white not. supremacist. It's a murder epidemic yep. across this country, and we have to deal with it. And where was Obama in Chicago with 500 murders every year? When I was on Fox for 12 years, that's all I talked about. Yeah. Why did people care about, oh, it was only blacks killing blacks? Bullcrap. They're Americans, Joe. And I get angered. Right. I get angered when people don't realize we have a real problem. It ain't a black and white problem. It's a murder problem. And we have to get our hands Look around. at this country. I mean, other countries look at us and like, what is wrong with 21,000 murders? Like every week, there's a mass shooting. Now, every week. Next week, it's going to be some Forget other more. Mass shooter, Joe. I'm talking about the nickel and dime ones. Murders, the chains. Yeah. Yep. The murders. The murders every day in Chicago, New York, yeah. in Los Angeles, of course, this country. That, to me, they all equal. Where it's yep. a mass shooting, yep. that right. gets the You're publicity. Right, but the every day, the little 11-year-old girl shot up in the Bronx, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. That affects me as much as this scumbag white supremacist, whatever you want to call it. That affects me the same way, yep. Joe. Murder is murder. You're right, Paul. Well, we're going to wind down right now, but I love you here. It's the first show you did with me. And you know what? We can think of some cases, Joe. And we'll I like do cases. I'll on. analyze them for you. We have some fun. You can take your side. I'll give you my perspective. Yeah, and, we'll, we'll and we can maybe even bit. have a disagreement. Maybe, huh? Eh, maybe, maybe a little bit, Joe. Maybe a little bit. But I really thank you for being on the show. And ladies and gentlemen, again, this is Joe Takapina. And Joe, how does anybody get you on your, uh, your if they want to hire you? All of a sudden, I want to hire you. How do I hire you? How do they get to you? Um, just call the office, I guess. I don't know. I don't have the social media okay, thing going on. Okay, that's Joe <laughs> Takapina. Joe, spell the last name. T-A-C-O-P-I-N-A. And I guarantee you, he is the best lawyer, and I can't say no more. If I get in trouble, there's one call I do, is I call Joe Takapina. That would be my honor and privilege, but I don't want you to get in trouble, so yeah. we'll save that for a, a dinner or something. Yeah, all right, <laughs> good. But I know they won't let me out on bail. So that's why I do my 80 push-ups twice in the morning, so I'm in You are shape. insane, by the way. Your so, arms are ridiculous, but so that's another way. story. But I thank you for being on the show. you got two minutes to do okay, your, 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 your uh, conference call. Thank you, Joe, for being on the air. Thanks, brother.
With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.